yo guys what's up what's up your girl's here your girl's back oh my god no i'm sorry that is literally the cringiest thing ever i'm sorry let's start again (laughs) hi guys what's up it's amara back for episode two woohoo honestly not gonna lie i didn't think i'd even make an episode two because i'm so lazy but here we are we're doing it so before we start the episode i just want to say Thank you so much to everyone who has shared this page on their Instagrams, who has shouted it out, who has given me advice on what to do on it. I just want to say I appreciate every single one of you. The support I have gotten from friends and family is so overwhelming. It's absolutely unreal. Like you're helping me branch out to a bigger audience, which is all I really wanted to do sort of thing. So thank you so much. I'm going to give a special shout out here. Nabiha, Nabiha. Your name's here. I want to give you a shout out for telling me the way to put my podcast on Spotify as well. So it can reach a bigger audience. So I really appreciate that. So I think just before I started this whole podcast, I put a ask me a question thing on my Instagram up to see what topics people wanted me to talk about. I've gotten so many topics that I'm going to talk about over the next few weeks. So thank you so much for that as well, guys. Um, So the one I'm going to be talking about today, episode two came from Hafsa, give you a shout out as well because I love you Um, and we're talking about capital punishment in the UK today so more specifically the question I want to answer is do I think capital punishment and the death penalty should make a return in the UK specifically I will be talking about different like prison systems in different countries as well just to compare it to the UK sort of thing and um, yeah so I'm going to be doing that and I'm going to be answering, I'm probably going to like talk about good things about capital punishment sort of thing and then bad things as well. Um, and I will give a long story short answer, I guess. So without further ado, let's start episode two. Guys who did criminology for A-level, this is literally criminology 101, like this is so interesting and the amount of shit that can be said about this topic is absolutely unreal so I hope in the future as well I can actually have a conversation with people about this that's why yesterday um, I did an Instagram live on this and there was so many people on there talking about this for about an hour so hopefully in the future I can go back to this topic as well have a decent conversation with a few people and yeah see what others opinions are on it because podcasts are a lot more fun that way and guys i did this for my um english gcse speaking exam and guess who got a distinction your girl did so yeah this is gonna be quite long can't lie (laughs) okay guys before i get on to my opinion about capital punishment in itself i just want to give a little background history on it so capital punishment has been around for centuries and centuries and centuries it literally goes back to middle ages further than that if you want to say so um back in those days it used to be a lot harsher i will say that and used to be for a lot more pettier crimes as well so over the years it did mellow down a little for it depending on certain sort of crimes that actually happened and um the methods of capital punishment change so they change from um beheading and public humiliation public hanging to stuff like lethal injection and electric chair 
Um, in the UK, I'm pretty sure the last case of capital punishment was in 1955. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, it was Ruth Ellis. It, she was accused of the murder of her boyfriend, I think, at the time. Or so, uh, it was a man. That's all I know. And, yeah, she got hung for it. Um, so, my view is, it's very, very sticky, I think. I'm, I would say I'm more of a pacifist when it comes to things like jail and sentencing, especially for younger people and people that I believe didn't do crimes. So, my, the biggest problem for me with capital punishment is what if someone did not commit the crime so a lot of cases have happened whereby someone has been accused of a crime and they have been put on death penalty and they have received capital punishment and then years later it's literally been figured out that they did not do the crime for example, we'll give Timothy Evans. I learned this in history class. Timothy Evans was an Irish man. Um, so around the time, I don't think Irish people were sort of accepted in England. So they were discriminated a lot against. And um, because of that, he was an easy target as well. And so he got accused of killing his wife and his daughter, I think it was. Or it was a kid, it was one of his kids. And he got accused of killing them and he got put on death penalty got capital punishment and then they figure out years later that it was actually a serial killer and it was a serial killer who was going around killing people and he killed the wife and the kids but by that time capital punishment was abolished no capital punishment for him but instead an innocent one who legit got accused of a crime that he did not do got put on capital punishment and died imagine that's one case that we know there's so many cases like this as well you know what the best thing is about the people who are accused but actually don't commit the crimes though and they find out eventually and their convictions are overturned even though that life will never come back it highlights how corrupt the police actually are because imagine Meant so many people who have been accused of crimes that they have not committed and have been punished for it because of the death penalty have been ethnic minorities. So this is so relevant in today's society, especially with things that are happening in Yemen and things that are happening with the Black Lives Movement. So everyone has probably heard of George Stinney as well. If you haven't, I'll give you a quick background detail. So George Stinney was this black boy he's 14 years old i it was sometime in the 1930s i think let me just check it was 1944 okay 1944 he was accused of murdering two white girls at the age of 14 guys get this he was on trial okay whatever they I don't know what evidence they could have had against him, but he was on trial. He was with a jury of all white people. And remember, around 1944, there wasn't a lot of freedom for black people in America. So he was very, very much so 
unfairly judged, yet he got put, a 14-year-old boy who did not commit any crimes, got put on the death penalty and he got executed. I think it was an execution. I'm not too sure. No, yeah, executed with electric chair. Imagine a 14-year-old black boy, because he was black, got got accused of a crime that he did not commit. This is literally, it just highlights how institutional racism is a huge, huge thing. And it literally, even today, that was in 1944, guys. Even today, we've seen with George Floyd and things that have happened with black people and ethnic minorities, how institutional racism plays a part with the police force. The police are institutionally racist, period. There is no one that can say anything to me that will not make me believe that they are not institutionally racist. Black people, five times more likely. No, sorry, that is ethnic minorities like Asians, five times more likely to be stopped and searched than white people. Black people, eight times more likely to be stopped and searched than white people. You can't tell me the police is not institutionally racist, which is why the death penalty cannot come back. Unless... Or until there is change in society, until there is societal change, there cannot be the death penalty back coming back because there will be so many people who will be accused of crimes that they have not committed and will be put on the death penalty and receive capital punishment for crimes they have not committed. The whole reason, one of the main reasons that capital punishment was abolished in the UK in the first place was because of things like this. And imagine, imagine, guys, the audacity. If you haven't heard of the Central Park Five in America, look it up. So the Central Park Five were a group of five young boys. They were all ethnic minorities. Majority of them were black. I think there was one Hispanic. And they were accused of a rape of this middle-aged woman, I think. Or she was like late 20s I think but she was accused they were accused of raping her and they got sentenced to jail best believe back then in 19 in the 1980s 1990s the president today the president today wanted them to get the death penalty despite there only being circumstantial evidence of this rape even happening with them and let's just let's be clear let's make this clear they did not commit the rape it was another guy and they confirmed it was another guy because of the semen they found on the crime scene so okay let me get this straight so what you're saying to me is the government right now is racist if if the government if the government is racist why can't the police force be racist too there is evidence george floyd is one of many cases there is evidence that the government and the police force are racist how can we implement a policy that will kill more lives more lives that are probably innocent or are most likely innocent because don't get me wrong people commit crimes yes it happens but the amount of mistrials that have happened over the years and the amount that we probably will never even know about how can we bring back a policy when the government is corrupt the police force is corrupt prisons prisons are corrupt guys 
prisons are so corrupt the amount of drug dealing that happens in prisons is unreal and in america guys in america in there's so many prisons that literally when you go into prison drug dealing happens there's barely any room there's to say their cells are so cramped with people that prisons aren't a form of reformation people don't reform from going to prison it has been proven to be ineffective so something that is used for reform is proving to be ineffective how do they expect society to change when they get released and go out and even then people literally try to go back into prison because they feel the comfort and they like the living conditions in there more than they do on the outside because they can't seem to get jobs after they go to prison and they can't seem to fend for themselves in the outside world so this is a whole new topic guys because prisons are literally corrupt too that's the main point i'm saying prisons are corrupt the people in there are corrupt how if they can't reform on the outside they're going to obviously go and commit more crimes and more things will happen the solution for this or the solution for crimes is not to kill people why not put the energy into something that actually works like for example restorative justice why not educate people if they haven't been educated on the rights and wrongs of society why not help people get jobs why not help people stand on their own two feet on the outside world and why not show them that doing these things and the risk of doing these things is a lot worse than actually not doing them restorative justice there is proof restorative justice works in a study i was just reading i think 14 percent of in that within that group 14 percent of crime reduced because of restorative justice imagine if the same energy or the same money was being put instead of instead of like putting it to something that would um kill people and like do no justice why not do it into helping people because i'm pretty sure for me personally for me personally if someone in my family had something bad happen to them god forbid if that ever happened i wouldn't want someone to just die i would want them to repent maybe that's justice for certain people but for me i would want them to repent and i would want them to seek forgiveness and i would want them to beg i would want them to rot in jail for the rest of their lives so how does the death penalty exactly help with justice it doesn't make sense to me but at the same time to everyone who does agree with the death penalty i 100 percent understand why people agree on it i mean first of all the amount of crime it will probably reduce would be massive it is a massive deterrence no one wants to die no one wants to get the death penalty no one wants to risk that so i believe yes it will reduce crimes 
a lot by a lot I do believe that and as well as that like people (laughs) if it's a form of justice that people think like will work they will obviously want it for example people that you know just deserve it like serial killers like Bundy um just people that you just know they deserve it like rapists oh my god whenever there's something about rapists on the timeline and how they've been exposed i can just i just get so angry i'm just like oh i wish in that moment that they're dead but my question is is that just a form of anger we are feeling in that moment is that actually justice if it happens and moreover there are so many things that people can admit to that they haven't actually done for example with ruth ellis people say she was coerced into admitting that she killed this guy when she actually didn't central park five like i just said they were imagine if there was death penalty at that time they would have died guys they would have died and they were coerced into admitting that they did it they were kept in rooms for days they were kept in rooms for days without food without water without parental permission without an adult present and they were beaten up in in those rooms it just imagine the amount of people who have been like that as well imagine the amount of people who are in jail right now that we we don't even know about that haven't committed crimes and the thing is with rape especially that i was talking on my instagram live yesterday and um we were talking about which crimes people if the death penalty did come back what crimes people should be prosecuted for and rape was one of the ones that came up i 100 percent agree if it did come back rape would probably be one of the crimes that it would be there for but my problem is there are a lot of people out there who lie about rape i'm not even going to lie about it people have had experiences i've had experiences not rape in particular but there have been there have been experiences out there so i understand why people um i understand why people want the death penalty for rape but who's to say that a person isn't lying about being raped this is an issue this is such a taboo issue because this is not talked about enough there are many people who lie about being raped for revenge for malicious purposes it happens and people get prosecuted and accused for it imagine if the death penalty was brought back guys like people would be dying over things they haven't done it's too before we can bring back it's just this is my opinion on this before anything can even be brought back people need society needs change there can't be any racial discrimination there can't be prejudice there can't be accusations false accusations and there needs to be proper solid hard rock evidence and confessions if this is going to come back this is one reason i'm so scared i just don't want more innocent people to die and it happens a lot it's not you think that all these cases are miss all these mistrials and one-hit wonders but they're only the ones that we've discovered there's so many that we haven't discovered and you know what who's to say that it would actually work 
Like, I, we predict that it could reduce the amount of crimes that happen, but who's to say it actually works? Let's talk about, for example, Norway. Norway, right? Guys, Norway has the nicest presents you'll ever see. It's probably, like, one room is probably the size of a small bedroom, plus their own toilet, plus prisons are nice there. People, people in prisons, prison officers, prison police are just like the police they're so nice to prisoners prisoners are literally made to feel like they're at home and you know what norway has one of the lowest crime rates worldwide why would so they have the lowest crime rate yet their prisons are nice doesn't that just prove altogether that harsh punishments don't really work and maybe Instead of prisoners being beaten up and being made to feel worse, they should actually be getting better treatment to help them understand what's actually happening. Because, for example, when you are, um, let's say, disciplining a child, you don't, you're not. If you're harsh with them, they won't listen. They don't listen. If you're nice to them and explain to them properly, that's when they start listening to you. It's the same thing. Guys, restorative justice is just something that needs to happen, I think, personally. Because, for me, that's more effective. People actually listen to you if you listen to them. But those who want justice in different ways, it's very hard for for that to happen. But at the same time, this is a form of justice for all people as well. So I'm pretty sure everyone's heard the case of Stephen Lawrence. If you haven't, have you been hiding under a rock? Um, So Stephen Lawrence's dad has decided to forgive his killers for what they did to his son. That was his form of justice. So to people who say restorative justice and prison time doesn't work as a form of justice, well, clearly it does for some people because he forgave his killers and he's at peace and he can move on with his life it's something that is different for everyone and because of that there are differing issues with that but what is better to do what is better to do i would rather personally have restorative justice happen than killing more innocent people because if we're killing innocent people then we're no better than the murderers and the rapists and people who are causing harm to others like who are we to decide when life ends when it ends it ends and another thing that is a big issue on this is religion people have different religious beliefs so for example i'm muslim and in islam it says an eye for an eye basically so if someone commits a murder, like, do it back, sort of thing. But the way it's set out, there's guidelines and there's restrictions and there's ways to go about it. But basically, I don't think Islam would be against capital punishment. But me personally, as a person, would think it's better to gain justice in other ways that's my personal opinion on it and um just because of 
everything that history has taught us about capital punishment and things that have happened because of capital punishment it just to me is like we shouldn't be playing life in our own hands and overall what I really think is there just needs to be change happening in the world before we can even think about bringing punishments like this back we can bring it back in a world where the police isn't corrupt the police isn't racist the government isn't racist people aren't racist but is that a dream world sort of thing can we really live in a world where people aren't discriminated and people aren't judged based on the color of their skin or what they believe or their religion or their sexuality can we live in a world like that will that ever be fully eradicated because if even today in society things that affected us hundreds and hundreds of years ago can still be in within bodies like the government is there really any change that can actually happen so for me the answer to the question should we bring back the death penalty for me no because there's not enough change that's happened there is so much that could have changed in society in those hundred years but at the end of the day we're still the same people we've changed a lot yes we've become modernized but at the end of the day things are still the same that should have been eradicated years and years and years ago so unless we bring that change and unless it happens and unless we can unless there isn't another way of justice or deterring people from crimes it can be brought back I think but it can only be brought back under, I think, personally, special circumstances. Under special circumstances where discrimination and race isn't a factor. So that's my personal belief. I want to hear your guys' though. I want you to listen to this podcast. I want you to send me your opinions. Because that Instagram Live yesterday I did was absolutely so informative. This is why I love doing Instagram Lives. Because it really gives me a view on what people think. And it gives me a view to sort of, it like helps me see what other people think, especially when you have differing opinions. It becomes very, very, very interesting to see it from the other perspective. So I want to hear your guys' opinions. I want to hear what you think. I want you to tell me why you think the way you think. And I want us to have a full discussion about it. So guys, message me anytime about any sort of topic. Not just this. Message me about anything you want. And let's have a discussion, guys. Let's see what other people think. And let's see why they think the way they think. Because I think more knowledge, the more knowledge, the more power. So why don't we have the power to change the world? And I guess that's it for today. Um... This discussion I can go on and on and on and on about but I literally don't want to bore you and I feel like this is a more of a two-person discussion 
maybe a group discussion. Imagine having it would be so lit, guys, to have a group discussion on this one day. So, yeah. Drop me questions, any questions or any thoughts you think about this, and let's talk about it. So, what I've decided to do now is at the end of every podcast is put a song on that relates to the theme of the topic we're discussing. So, I'm going to do that today. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you very much for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. I love all of you and I love the support. So, thank you so much. See you next time. Bye.